Hello, listeners. David Larkins, your fearless GM, coming to you this week with a little bit of bad news. Travel plans have forced a cancellation of our regularly scheduled session. And so I thought I would just post a little something here this week to tide us all over until we resume our regular gaming schedule next week. Now, we have a knight in the party, Sir Kinrain, with a very high compose skill. And so I thought, why not share a bit of poetry? I have two things to share this week. And the first is something that I think Sir Kinrain himself might well have written. It uh, expresses a certain pagan sensibility, as well as a seething hatred for Saxon invaders. Perhaps this is something Kinrain crafted and shared at Earl Roderick's Christmas court over the winter break. Uh, In reality, it is called The Melody of Mona by that most prolific of authors, Anonymous, taken from a story titled The Enchanted Shield, originally published in Stories of Chivalry and Romance in 1827. Hail, great Pendragon's dauntless heir, and ye whom fate appoints to share his deathless glory while we wake the theme of bygone days and strike the thrilling harp in praise of Mona's druid isle. Oh, check your fancy's wild career, dark island thou must still be dear to Mountain Walia's minstrel band. Though warriors throng thy hallowed strand and oft with spear and polished brand each sacred haunt defile. When Rome's infuriate legions came and gave thy forest to the flame and shrine and altar broke, Sublime thy druid armies rose, nor quailed before their island's foes, nor bowed beneath their yoke. But where is now the intrepid host, the stern defenders of thy coast? Ye powers that first in days of yore scared each proud eagle from the shore, how long shall Itha's raven soar, heedless of vengeance stroke? How long must Mona's island feel the dread effects of fire and steel? How long with aching eyes behold her groves of lofty oak? fall neath the invader's ruthless stroke, or blazing to the skies, and vainly shout aloud for aid, to save the druid's holy shade. Heroes who crowd the festive board, why sleeps the retributive sword? Why hath not Mona's mountains heard your piercing battle cries? Knights of King Uther's table round, for feasts of valor far renowned, and deeds of high acclaim, shall Mona call in vain? Arouse, and snatch from her invader's brows the blood-stained wreath of fame. And while secure their prize they deem, plunge them in Manai's roaring stream, or will you view, no longer brave, their rude barbaric banners wave, triumphant o'er the druid's grave, and perish Mona's fame. Oh yeah, I'm feeling it. Our next poem is... I think something that one of the bards might have shared at King Uther's court, speaking of the legend of the blade Excalibur that Merlin presented to Uther uh, in our last session. And also dropping a bit of prophecy, perhaps. Although, you know, those bards are given to flowery language, so it's probably nothing. At any rate, this poem is called Excalibur, written by John Grosvenor Wilson, and published in Lyrics of Life in 1886. Thou art here, the Lord's anointed, King of men and knights of heaven, to the trust thou art appointed, unto thee the sword is given, as a sign for thee, a token, that the light again is breaking, 
through the gloom of time unspoken to the dawn and to the waking. When the fields of heaven sounded with the roar and shout of battle, and the whirling spears rebounded from the shields with ring and rattle, this the sword that Michael wielded with a fire and strength supernal, till the rebel hosts unshielded fled from light to night eternal. Strong as Michael shalt thou fight them, they that bow before the idols, and the blazing swords shall smite them from the horses and the bridles. Yea, the heathen, stunned with terror, shall behold the blade advancing, with the flame that burneth error from the hilt and jewels glancing. Lo, the weary world is weeping in the toil of her transgression, for the justice that is sleeping, for the wrong and the oppression, for the nights that quake and quiver, for the days that dawn and thunder, for the years that shrink and shiver, at the shame and at the wonder. But the guilty shalt thou scatter, and the sword will bravely brighten, as the standards sink and shatter, and the foeman's face shall whiten, at the sound and at the glitter, of the brand above him flashing, till the death shriek, shrill and bitter, drown the din of armor clashing. So thy kingdom shall be founded, and by justice thou shalt hold it, and its fame shall be unbounded, as the wide seas that enfold it, and the harvest hailing hither shall encamp on all the acres, and the noxious weeds shall wither as the sea foam on the breakers. Till the right grown, wrong with surfeit, shall uprise and challenge proudly, then the peace shall all be forfeit, and the trumpet call sound loudly, then the sword shall rouse the thunder, and the echoes will awaken, all along the sea and under, where the mermaid rides the kraken. For the cycle will be ended, and shall come the desolation, and the close shall be attended, with a noise of devastation. And the ruin will be utter, for the foe shall overmaster, and the royal flag shall flutter to defeat and to disaster. When from out the nether regions with a mighty thunder rattle, ride the clanging shouting legions of the storm and of the battle, then the solemn doom shall follow, and the king shall bow before it, when the great sword striketh hollow, to the great giver then restore it. And on that happy note, we will close out this week's special episode and join us next week as we return to our regular gaming schedule. Until then. The Esoteric Order of Roleplayers present The Great Pendragon Campaign by Greg Stafford with David Larkins as the Game Master and Desiree Valdez as the Adversary.